welcome to another week of embarking on a beautiful journey of experiencing his nearness as we prepare our heart mind and spirit to receive fresh manna this day let our lives be filled with the truth of god's word and may the lord bless you to live your life in its fullness this is the year of the promised land we are about to walk into our promised land hallelujah there is absolutely nothing that is going to stop you from walking into your promised land no giants are too big no fear is too strong no condemnation is too powerful yeah we will not allow our egyptian slavery to stop us from entering into our promised land hallelujah i'm so so thankful to my father for for bringing us this word you know this is the word that god gave us through him and we honor his life we honor what he did for us over this over the course of this last one year i don't know how many of you've uh, followed the word for diligence and dominion that came to us the last year and it was truly something that was the need of the hour for the net last year everything that we went through if it was not for diligence we would not have had dominion and and this coming year the lord is saying now we have to walk into our promised land not run not crawl but walk like royalties like those that have authority like those that know they own they have their the legal deed to this land they walk into this promised land amen you know if you study the history of the church there are several times when the church has gone into a, their their cocoon you know they have gone into a place of hiding they would just go into a place of great fear it could be a time of persecution it could be a time of opposition it could be a time of trials and it is a natural response to go into hiding it's a natural response to go into finding refuge in the most unusual places you know there was a famine in the land where jacob was living with his children jacob was a very wealthy man and yet there was a great famine and the bible says they went into egypt to find refuge and they stayed in egypt so long that they now became captives in egypt now sometimes some of the places that we go to hide and and receive protection and receive provision can also become the same places that can become our captivators can become the ones that keep us in bondage can become the ones that will now call the shots in our lives but this season the lord is revealing to us that where we are right now is not our final destination there is more there is so much more you know if you study even the israelites there were two times that they transitioned into the promised land first was when they were in egypt and the second was when they were in babylon you know the whole nation of israel they split into two one was judah one was israel 
Judah went into Babylon. Israel went into Assyria. The whole nation was, was scattered because if they would live in Jerusalem, if they would live in Samaria, if they would live in Judah or Israel, there will be great famine there. There will be great war there. There will be great persecution there. So the only way for them to stay alive was to yield to the ones that were making war with them. And they had to move to Babylon. They had to move to the enemy's territory. But then the word of the Lord came to them saying, Hey, it is time for you to now return back to your promised land. It is time for you to go back and take what is already yours. Your ancestors have lived here before. This is not a new gospel I'm giving you. This is something that has been done before. Peter, James, John and the apostles, they have walked in this. There are great revivalists, great evangelists who have experienced this inheritance in the past. Not just in the West, but even in our own nation. 1905, we saw a great revival in our nation. In Pandita Ramabai's Mukti Mission in Kedgao, Pune. Great revival, great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. 2006, we saw a great outpouring in Shillong. And we saw a church that would rapidly advance, taking over what rightfully belonged to them. So now the Lord is saying, it is time for you to go back into taking over your promised land. Go back to take over what rightfully belongs to you. Amen. I'm going to read all the scriptures that we've quoted in the benediction. You know, I, I hope that you can somehow try and make sense of the benediction after we read these scriptures. Are you ready? Let's go into Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 1. Wake up! Wake up, O Zion! Clothe yourself with strength. Put on your beautiful clothes, O holy city of Jerusalem. For unclean and godless people will enter your gates no longer. Somebody said an amen. amen. The Lord is saying, He is addressing a group of people and He is calling them Zion. You know, Zion was a, a hill in Jerusalem. A special hill in Jerusalem. An elevated hill in Jerusalem. It was the hill on which David built his city. It was a hill, you know, Jerusalem had several hills. But there was a particular hill called Zion where David, he built his home on Zion. He built his city on Zion. See, this was the same place. This was the same areas, the same localities that the ancestors of David, they were afraid of when they came to see, when they came to spy the land in the days of Moses. And, you know, he sent the 12 spies. You remember that story? There were Joshua and Caleb, two of the 12. They came and they saw these hills. They saw the valleys. They saw the people living in these places. And they said, this is too big. This is too challenging. We cannot take over this land. But then there was a Joshua and a Caleb. They said, no, 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 it is possible. You say the word and we will bring this place. We will have dominion in this place. 
And now God is speaking to a group of people who have already captured this place. And God is saying, you are no longer the, the captives. Now you are somebody that I would refer to as Zion. I call you a Zion. I call you the holy city of God. I call you the elevated mountain. You're not just an ordinary member in a church. You are a mountain. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, you are a mountain. Yeah, you, you have great influence. You have great authority. You have great resources inside of you. Most, most minerals and most of these uh, natural resources are found if you dig into a mountain, underneath a mountain. So the Lord is saying, you are a mountain. You are a Zion in this place. And this is the word of the Lord. God says, it is time that you would wake up. It's time that you would wake up. I'm sure that if you're parents, you would do that to your children in the morning when they ignore the alarm or if they've missed the alarm, what do you do? You go and tell them to wake up. And especially if they had a late night yesterday and they've been tired and, and they were sleepy and they, they are exhausted, that process of waking up sometimes becomes longer. See, if the rest is complete, then you just have to tell them once and they are out of the bed. But if they are exhausted and if they are tired after a long night, you know, we were jumping, dancing. Some of us have lost their voices. How many of you have lost your voices? Ah, that's good because we, that, that shows that we have sung well last night. And some of us have sore throats. Some of us have, you know, aching muscles and joints, all of that because we were jumping and dancing. And in an exhausted sleep, if somebody comes and tells you once, wake up, you don't wake up. And that is why God is telling this Zion twice, wake up. And again, God is saying, wake up. I know you're exhausted. I know you're tired. I know that 2022 was hard on you, but it's time that you wake up from your sleep because a greater morning is in front of you. A greater blessing is in front of you. A greater territory is in front of you. A greater battle is in front of you. And you need to clothe yourself. You cannot be found naked when the sun rises up. When the sun shines on you, you have to be clothed. You have to be found covered. You have to be found beautiful. You have to be found prepared. You have to be found ready for the day ahead. The Lord says, clothe yourself with what? Come on, read it with me. Clothe yourself. Loudly, clothe yourself. Ah, oh, come on, clothe yourself. Let the weak say, God is telling the church, God is telling those who identify themselves as the Zion. God is saying, it's time that you clothe yourself with strength. See, there, are, there is a season when you, you, you can moan. There is a season when you can accept that you're weak. There is a season when you, 
you can go to god and be broken and accept that there is failures and accept that there is struggles and then there is a season when god says no 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 now you need to wake up now you need to clothe yourself with strength i know it's not there in you i know it is hard but the lord says why don't you clothe yourself with strength when people see you they cannot see your weakness you have to be so covered in strength that they don't see that you are in distress they don't see the discouragements that you are fighting from monday to saturday they don't see the guilt that you are battling with they don't see the condemnation that the enemy has been feeding into your spirit clothe yourself with strength zion are you listening to me today the lord is saying clothe yourself with strength yeah clothe yourself with strength because strength looks beautiful on you the next verse it says put on your what come on look at me and say strength looks beautiful on me so this is a strength that doesn't come from your willpower this is not a strength that comes from the new year resolutions that you make this is not a strength that comes from all the training and all the counseling or the therapy that you have received this is a strength that comes from hearing god say wake up see when god says wake up god knows how to help you be clothed in that strength see if i'm telling you to wake up then i have to provide a breakfast for you you know like if in my house if i wake up the kids i have to put them put breakfast on the table if my wife wakes them up she puts the breakfast on the table whoever is the one to take care of waking them up they have to provide the energy the strength required for them to sustain themselves and here god says hey i am the one who is telling you to wake up so i have prepared special clothes of strength for you so why don't you clothe yourself with the strength that i am giving you how many of you know that when we hear the voice of god when we hear the word of god that has the ability to strengthen us jesus he was very exhausted at the end of a 40 day fasting the bible says he was so exhausted that he was looking for something to eat and that is the very moment that is the very time when the serpent came and said okay i know you're weak i can offer you strength i can offer you solution i can take care of this appetite problem that you have let me let me give you a suggestion there are so many stones in this place why don't you turn it into bread and the reply jesus gave to the serpent was this man shall not live by but by every word wait a minute jesus are you talking about physical strength or spiritual strength because you you fasted physically right so the weakness is in your body not in your spirit your spirit is strong but your body is weak and jesus says man shall not live by what by bread but by every word so so god is saying the physical strength that you need are you getting this the physical 
rupee that you need it doesn't come from the atm mission the physical encouragement that you need it doesn't come because somebody put their hands around your shoulder and encouraged you the physical abilities that you lack right now it could be a life partner it could be a children it could be a job it could be a house it could be the lack of provision in certain areas of your life the lord says that doesn't come because i met your need in those areas i am a god who will take care of all of your needs i am a god who can take care of all of your requirements i am not going to let you be hungry or thirsty this year but the provision doesn't come the solutions doesn't come because the provision came my provision is in hearing the voice of god man shall not live we as a church we will not live our strength our ability our physical incompleteness doesn't become complete because i have a physical need being met when the word of god comes to me saying wake up you are a zion so wake up you are special to me you're the special city you're the special hill mountain of jerusalem so wake up when that word comes to me then along with it comes the strength that i need to be clothed in and then the lord says when you put on this clothes you look beautiful when you put on this strength you look glorious you look spectacular you look awesome you don't look weak anymore you don't look like you are in need anymore you don't look like you're hurting anymore am i asking you to have a fake lifestyle no i'm not i'm saying that in this coming season there are so many battles that sometimes you may have to let go of the old battles old wounds stop crying about the old wounds and and start preparing yourself for fighting the battles that are ahead what happens with so many of us is that we are so upset with the pothole in the in the rear view that we are now falling into the pothole in front of us we are not prepared to navigate ourselves away from the potholes ahead we are so upset that somebody hurt us we are so upset that we lost that money we are so upset that this didn't work out that now we are not strong enough to navigate the days the opportunities that we have in front of us the the solutions the answers that we can achieve i think that was the problem of the israelites all through the wilderness what did they keep doing they kept looking back they were so obsessed with the cucumbers they were so obsessed with watermelons onions I, i don't know what all things they enjoyed in egypt and they were so obsessed they said was when there are enough graves in egypt can you imagine they they were obsessed with the graves in egypt not with the money they were obsessed with the graves in egypt they were saying there are graves even in egypt there there, there is there is a place for me to lie down and and be dead and happily without struggle die in egypt this season is not for you to die peacefully guys 
if you if that is your life's goal then i want to go through this year peacefully without any problem without any struggle you know please find a church please find a voice of god that that tells you that but if you come here i'm going to teach you to battle i'm going to teach you to rise up as a warrior i'm going to tell you that you need to clothe yourself with strength i'm going to tell you to get out of your comfort zone i'm going to tell you to stop mourning over your past i'm going to tell you you know god had to come and tell samuel stop mourning over saul because you need to anoint a david now yeah yeah saul is still alive you you know it's it's never the order of the day to anoint a next king when the previous king is alive you're setting up this guy for death <laughs> you you you're putting a target behind his back but if if you keep mourning over Saul you are going to miss this chance to raise the next david so god is telling this church right now will you please stop mourning will you please rise up and clothe yourself with strength will you will you put on this beautiful robes that i am giving you because there is a great possession that you need to enter into there is a great inheritance that you're about to walk into can you read it with me one more time wake up wake up oh zion clothe yourself with strength put on your beautiful clothes oh holy city of jerusalem for unclean and godless people will enter your gates no longer in jesus name so let me make this declaration may let me prophesy over you today the unclean things that entered into your life in 2022 the unclean things that attacked your health in 2022 the unclean things that entered into your marriage in 2022 the unclean things that entered into your work in 2022 they will enter your gates no longer in jesus mighty name sikha mando lobo khodere i'm not saying there are going to be no battles i'm saying they will not be able to cross over enter they will come till the gate they will see you till the gate you will be able to defend yourself well but they will not cross over into your territory there is a territory that god has given you and you will have dominion in your territory in jesus name please be seated this is this is not a season for us to you know take for granted this is a season the lord is saying we need to be awake we need to be awake which means some of us need to reduce our sleep hours a little bit yeah i'm telling you prophetically that some of us need to sleep a little less this coming year we have to be awake some of us into the night for those of you who who don't like you know sleeping late some of you may have to stay up till late for those of you who don't like waking up early in the morning you may have to wake up early in the morning because this season we have to wake up and and every time you wake up in the morning and you begin to read your word 
would you do you know what are you doing you're clothing yourself with strength every time you open up your mouth and begin rikamando lobo sikindi like erede do you know what you're doing you're making yourself beautiful because the lord says when you do this, this is a sign to the enemy that he cannot enter into your gates anymore this is a this is a warning to the enemy hey this is thus far and no more this is a boundary that i have given you verse 2 read it with me 1 2 3 go rise from the dust oh jerusalem look at your neighbor and say rise from the dust rise from the dust. oh look at another neighbor and say rise from the dust ah uh, yes 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 we acknowledge the dust we acknowledge there has been dust we acknowledge the pain we acknowledge the dirt but now rise don't 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 be attached to the dirt so much that now the dirt becomes your identity you are special child of god you are unique you're called for a greater purpose so the lord is saying rise up from the dust and do what <laughs> the lord is not saying i will make you sit the lord is not saying i will make you rise the lord is saying wake up clothe yourself put on your beautiful robes rise up from where you are seated rise up from your dust and then there is a seat that is prepared for you a seat of honor i as a prophetic sign can you all rise up and sit down when i tell you to just rise up just dust off your chairs say i i i i i i don't identify with this dirt anymore <laughs> i don't identify with this sin anymore i don't identify with this pain anymore i don't identify with this lack anymore now this seat is a seat of honor And as I take this seat I'm taking my seat of honor that God has prepared for me. So bless the seat and sit down. You're taking your seat of honor. Hallelujah. We're doing this prophetically. We're doing it prophetically because the Lord is making you sit in the in your rightful place. See, there are some victories that will not come to you unless you understand who you are there are some victories you will never experience unless you identify yourself correctly and the lord is saying sit in a place of honor you know who god is speaking to this is not free people god is speaking to god is speaking to exiles in babylon in assyria in samaria god is speaking to those who actually don't have any you know hope those who don't have their own house those who don't have their own bank accounts those who don't have any future god is telling them i'm sitting you in a place of honor why don't you rise up from your dust and sit in a place of honor ha this god is too good this god is too kind it's and it's not like we deserve it it's not like we have done everything right in 2022 but still god says i i i want you to sit in 
the right place read the next line with me remove the chains of slavery from your neck oh captive daughter of zion if these chains are on my neck somebody put it there right so the one who put it there has the key to unlock it so now i i am living my whole life at the mercy of the guy who has the key hoping that someday he will release me hoping that someday he will forgive me hoping that someday he will look favorably on me but god is looking at you and saying wait a minute it's not the key is not in his hand the key is in your hand because you have a new identity you you are not a slave you are zion says the lord you're the holy city of jerusalem and you're not seated in dust anymore you're seated in the place of honor and so now god says you have to remove it god is not saying i'm going to send my prophet to remove it god is not saying i'm raising a special deliverer a, a special messiah who will come and boom touch your neck and and the slavery will break no 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 god is telling you reach out and break the chains of slavery that is around your neck and that is why this season you know if you read the the benediction you would see that statement that says i disconnect myself i'm disconnecting everything in my heart everything in my soul everything in my body that is not glorifying god everything that is that is trying to enslave me i disconnect myself come on now this is a year of freedom we as long as we live as slaves we will keep wandering in the wilderness but the day we understand we are free the day we embrace that clothing that god has given us the day that we look ourselves to be beautiful that is the day when we can break those shackles off that is the day when we will be able to live free verse 3 god says for this is what the lord says when i sold you into exile i received no payment and now i can redeem you without having to pay for you you know there's always going to be those people that will tell you you are going to pay a price for what you did you are you are going to lose something because of what you did you you are going to not enjoy your marriage or you are not going to enjoy your business you are not going to enjoy these children that god has given you we will always have those people that that speak negative over you but the lord says i can redeem you without having to pay a price there will be no collateral damage there will be no loss of time there will be no loss of money the lord is saying i am redeeming you in jesus name i am redeeming you without having to pay i am redeeming you without having to incur a loss and somebody said an amen was for this is what the sovereign lord says long ago my people chose everybody said chose because when they were in egypt it it was by their own will that they went to egypt right now it says now they are oppressed by assyria now this was not by their own choice egypt it was by choice but assyria was not by choice assyria they they didn't have any option but to go when they went to egypt it was not because of sin or rebellion or disobedience they went 
after hearing the word of god after being in the perfect will of god for their lives they still went and they became slaves to assyria they went because they disobeyed because they rebelled because they engaged in idolatry because they engaged in immorality they went to assyria so now god is speaking to two groups of people one group of people who are suffering for because of your mistakes and god is also speaking to those that didn't suffer because of your mistakes but you there is still suffering in your life maybe somebody else's mistakes maybe somebody else's fault or it may be a disease you're born with something that you're struggling with it may not be something that you 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 know cost but god is speaking to both these groups of people saying there is freedom coming for both of you there is promised land waiting not just for the ones in egypt but also for the ones who are in babylon also for the ones who are in assyria the promised land is for both parties come on now the world will look at you and say hey you chose it you deserve it you stay there but god says no 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 i'm going to have mercy on you ah i'm i'm going to look at you with favor one more time and i'm going to redeem you without having to pay a price and i'm going to change your situation i'm going to change your life i'm going to change how you view your environment going forward hallelujah so stop feeling bad about the choices that you've made some of you have done this by choice some of you have not done this by choice but stop feeling bad because the lord has promised the the land the promised land the promises the blessings the inheritance for both of us amen verse 5 the lord says what is this why are my people enslaved again because those who rule them they shout in exultation and because of which my name is blasphemed all day long do you know the the heartbeat in the this is the heartbeat of god god is saying as long as you don't enter into your promised land even if you're in the wilderness the slavery is still in your neck as long as you don't go back to where you belong as long as you don't take over what has been given to you what has your name on the deed you're still living as slaves why is it that you're enslaved again in 2023 it will not repeat history will not repeat again they will not cross over into your gates anymore in jesus name so this morning's word i i'm i'm not i'm not teaching you something this morning i'm prophesying over you you know i love to teach the word you know and i will teach the word but this morning i'm not here to teach the word this morning i'm here to prophesy over you i'm here to tell you history cannot repeat in 2023 it shall you will not be enslaved again you will not fall prey to that addiction again you will not fail in that in that relationship again you you will not cross that boundary again says the lord you know because every time you did that every time you crossed over he says the ones who ruled over you they shout in exultation i want you to have a picture of what happens behind the scenes see when 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 you say that ah you know what i have is enough where i am is enough 
when you are content with the little the little money or the little blessings or the little spirituality you know some people think that money is not spiritual you know please we only want spiritual blessings we don't want money who said money is not spiritual who made all the gold and the silver on the earth god did can god make anything that is not spiritual <laughs> god is a spirit so everything that he creates is spiritual so money is not any less spiritual than you're talking in tongues so so you being satisfied with little money is as much of a sin as when you say oh i i i don't want too much of anointing i i just want little i just want a little holiness or a little you know of uh, blessing you being satisfied that all of that is a sin and we we are not asking god for just spiritual blessings we want you to prosper in every way i want everybody everybody in this house to be wealthy i want everybody in this house to be healthy i want everybody in this house to have meaningful marriages very strong godly christ centered marriages i want everybody in this church to have godly parenting godly godly attitudes in their relationship to their children i want everybody in this place to have good businesses successful businesses businesses that that keep growing year after year careers careers that that keep flourishing year after year please stop believing the lie that you have to gossip and be bad if you want to grow in your career i am telling you that that's a demonic theology you know some people say oh no 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 i know money is not meant for me because if i have to really make money then i have to be bad no 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 that's 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 not true that's not true i are you saying that that you know god who is the richest of all who owns a cattle on a thousand hills that he is evil that you have to be bad to who is richer come on t- tell me god or the devil god who is perfect who is holy who is righteous in whom there is no fault in whom there is no lack he is richer are you sure come on you are agreeing with me so is it possible that you can be richer without having to blemish yourself without having to compromise without having to pay bribes without having to do things under the table is it possible that you can still prosper without having to lie and cheat and gossip and and do everything else that everybody else does because your provision doesn't come from this job your provision comes from hearing the word of god from god's presence so so you have to believe that you can make wealth without compromising all those who are in corporates all those who think that i have to play politics you have to believe that i can be promoted without having to backbite you know in mumbai language we call it chamchagiri i know you guys you didn't understand unless you are somebody's chamcha i don't know if this has any negative connotation but but do you understand what i'm saying if you if you don't you know constantly butter this guy up you will not get promoted i'm telling you your promotion comes from the lord you don't have to be enslaved again you don't have to go back into that again because every time you do that 
those who rule over you they are exulting and they are rejoicing they are happy they are they are throwing a party you think it's one mistake do you know there is party going on in hell overnight party going on in hell because you failed you think that it's only your wife who is unhappy <laughs> your wife may be unhappy but the de- demons are really happy <laughs> the there is they they are they are rejoicing because of their rejoicing the bible says my name is blasphemed god's name is blasphemed all day long you know i was telling this to somebody the other day i said i i you know i really love my wife i really love my children i really love my church my ministry all of that i i, I do love but but if by my life if i'm if i end up compromising the name of the lord that the name of the lord is blasphemed because of me because of my actions my whole life i so i i don't care if i if i lose this if i lose this if i lose this if i lose my ministry if i lose my wealth if i lose my family but i need to be able to stand before god and say lord i kept the honor of your name i didn't embarrass you before demons and principalities i know that i have done that in the past but i don't want to do that in 2023 can that become your desire i'm not i'm not looking at a group of you know perfect people here we've all messed up right in one way or the other it can be willingly or unwillingly by our choice or by our circumstances we've all had compromises in 2022 but can we say god no longer no more we will we will not compromise anymore because i know that by every time i compromise i i am giving space for your name to be blasphemed all day long but by my life that's i i'm committing to 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 bring honor to your name come on lift your hands to the lord to say i give glory to your name oh lord i give glory to your name oh lord for your name is great and great i bring honor i bring honor to blasphemed the name of the lord can i tell you what god says you know god is very possessive of his name and if somebody had to spoil my name the first thing that i would do is i would 
disconnect myself from this guy right i would say i would denounce this guy on on social media i would go and say hey i, I don't know who subodh is i know he's using my name sorry subodh <laughs> he's using my name but i don't know who he is i please don't believe anything that he says i'll 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 disconnect myself from him right do you want to know how god treats you us who blasphemed his name let's read the next verse this is a loving god he says this is what i'm going to do i am going to reveal i'm going to reveal my name to my people who have blasphemed it because of whom there was exaltation by the enemy what i'm going to do is i'm going to come i'm going to teach them the power in my name i'm going to reveal myself to them i'm not going to denounce them i'm not going to abandon them i'm not going to disconnect myself from them i'm you know the the more you humiliate god <laughs> the more god says you know what i'm just going to just pour my love and revelation on you all the more this is a god we cannot get rid of this is a love that is too deep god says you know it's it's easy for god to say i'm i i i want nothing to do with his nearness or i want nothing to do do with, do with this family but god says i'm still going to reveal my name to you you will you will see the power in my name because i am a merciful god i'm giving you one more chance i'm giving you one more year i'm giving you one more opportunity i'm giving you one more revelation i i know that you have not been faithful to the revelation that has been given to you in the past but i'm going to my solution is not to take me away from you my solution is to give you more of me So 2023 are you ready for a visitation from the Lord? 2023 are you re- ready for fresh revelations? Your pastor not being here. <laughs> your pastor is here but your your ex pastor not being here is <laughs> not going to be a lack because Jesus is going to be here. Because he says I I'm going to draw close to his nearness. I'm going to draw close to this house. and i'm going to reveal my name to them and read with me and they will come to know its power wow some of you are about to are about to put your hand into the socket this year <laughs> before before you begin to conduct electricity it is going to shock you first some of you are about to tap into this anointing that is feeding you some of you are about to tap into this grace that is taking care of you some of you are going to prophesy like your pastors some of you are going to are going to experience the favor that your leaders have been exemplifying for you because you are about to experience its power Come on look at your neighbor and say you may not deserve it <laughs> but it's coming to you you may not expect it but it's still coming to you 
says the Lord. God says, I will reveal my name to my people. And they will come to know its power. Then at last, they will recognize that it was not a sermon that Pastor Prajee cooked up. That it was not something that they, they all planned together to say in agreement and, in, and to just fool you guys. Then they will recognize that I am the one who speaks to them. That I am a God who is alive. That I am a God who is present. I am a God who talks. I am a God who declares the truth in advance. Are you ready for the next verse? I'm running out of time. But will you help me for the next 10-15 minutes? I, I want to try and finish the portion of scripture. Yeah? Isaiah 52 verse 7. God says, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news. The good news of peace and salvation. The news that the God of Israel reigns. God is saying, you are Zion, you are the mountain, you are the ones that have influence, that are elevated. And now the Lord has placed certain messengers on these mountains above you as your head, as your leaders. So God says, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings you good news. This year, like I said at the start, we are going to learn afresh how to honor the feet of the ones that bring us good news. We honor God. We love God. We worship God. We don't have to worship men of God. But we know how to honor the feet of the ones that bring the news to us. Amen? And many of you, uh, you know, I have I've grown to journey with you personally. So it's, it, comes, it may come naturally for you to honor me. But when I step out of here, if you show one percentage less honor to my sons, that is not dishonor to them, that is dishonor to me. See, if you dishonor me, I don't care. Because you're not dishonoring me, you're dishonoring my father. But if you dishonor my sons, my pastors that I have put in place, you're not dishonoring them. You are not devaluing them, you're devaluing me. So I'm, I'm telling you to consider the feet, not the face, not the hands, but the feet of those who bring you this good news. I'm asking you to consider the, their feet beautiful. Honestly speaking, you know, when these riders would come with the news from the war, they don't have beautiful feet. They have dirty, dusty feet. You know, the ones who are living in the houses and the palaces, they have the privilege of washing their feet and keeping their feet clean. But these guys, they've been running through the desert and coming. They've, their feet is not beautiful. But God says, how beautiful are their feet? You know, your pastors, they, they have to battle a lot to bring you the good news that you deserve, that you sometimes don't deserve, or that you, but God in His mercy gives you. So you have to learn to honor even the dust and the dirt and say, ah, how beautiful are their feet. You have to look, look at the, the, the most torn areas of their life and say, ah, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. 
I honor what God has blessed me with. This is, this is a blessing to me. You know, we, we, we don't honor our leaders because, you know, they are perfect. How many of you know that your leaders are not perfect? I was like cringing last night when my wife came up here and accepted that, you know, her faith was shaking. I was like, oh no, you know. I don't know how people know this. That there were days and moments when she did doubt the goodness of God. Where she did doubt if God was still on her side. And she came and accepted that. Now many people can look at her and say, Ah man, let me teach you some Bible verses. Ah, do you, have you read Romans 8 verse 28 that says, Oh, all things, you know, some people will immediately jump upon that opportunity to try and fix that dirt. There are others who can say, Ah, oh, wait a minute. They, they, their feet are dirty or dusty because they are bringing good news for us. Because they are fighting for us. Because they are bringing God's voice for us. So my job is not to now criticize their dirt. My job is to look at that dirt and say, that is beautiful. You know, I'm not saying you have to just ignore faults and mistakes. But God has appointed the right authority and order. If there is a problem, I will sort that out. You don't have to correct your pastors. You don't have to try to teach them. I will teach them, I promise you. And I'm very ferocious in how I teach my leaders. You can ask Pastor Kachi, you can ask Pastor Sijo, you can ask all my sons. I am merciless when I correct them. But you don't have the right to look at their dirt and say, ah, this is dirty. What you do is how beautiful on the mountain are the feet of the messengers who bring good news, the good news of peace and salvation, the news that God of Israel reigns. Amen. So we celebrate our leaders. Can, we, can, I, can I pray that this year we'll have more messengers in this house? Can I pray that this year we will release some messengers? That this year God would give burden to some of our messengers to, to move out of Bangalore to go and plant churches there. Can we believe that this year God would raise some people in this house to, to uh, move out of this church to go and plant churches in the other areas of our city? Amen? Amen. The next line, it's very powerful. We've been studying this in this entire season. Read with me, verse 8. The watchmen, loud, loudly, the watchmen, they shout and sing with joy. For before their very eyes, they see the Lord returning to Jerusalem. Do you know who are the watchmen? The watchmen are the ones that are praying. The watchmen are the, the, are the prophets in the house. The watchmen are the seers in the house. So the watchmen, why, why are they shouting and singing with joy? Because before their very eyes, they see the Lord returning to Jerusalem. See, the ordinary people in the city cannot see the Lord is coming. But the watchmen, they can see because they are elevated. They are placed in a certain vantage point from where they can see. See, if you are a watchman who is only prophesying death and doom, probably you are in the wrong house. <laughs> I am telling you what season we are in. This is the season for the Lord visiting this Jerusalem. 
So I, I, I pray that your eyes, if you believe you are a watchman in this house, I pray that your eyes will be open to see the Lord returning to Jerusalem. The Lord coming back. The, the revival move, the revival wave taking over of a nation. Amen. Come on, keep your hand on your eyes and say, Lord, make me a watchman. Lord, make me a prophet. Make me a seer that can see the coming revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see the negative things too, but I see the revival above it all. I see the, the breakthrough above it all. I see the solutions. I see the invasion of God's glory in my church. I'm not here to criticize what is wrong. I'm here to tell you what is coming ahead. I'm a prophet of the Lord. I'm a watchman of the Lord. And I'm not going to be mourning this coming season. I'm going to shout and sing with joy because my very eyes, I can see what others can't see. I can sense what others can't sense. The Lord is coming back to Jerusalem. <laughs> the Lord is visiting Bangalore. The Lord is visiting this church. I thank the Lord for the watchmen that shout and sing for joy because they see with their very own eyes that the Lord is returning. The next verse is very prophetic. <laughs> you know, this was the word that God just, for me, this was personal. Was very personal. Are you ready to read with me? Verse 9. It says, Let the ruins of Jerusalem break into joyful song. Ruins. What? Not the perfect people. Any perfect people, please show me your hands. Everything sorted in your life. If, if you have no problems in life, this verse is not for you. But if, you, if there are ruins, can I invite you into a season of shouting? Is that what it says? It says, let them break into, not, not gradually, slowly get, get out of their chair. <sighs> and then, you know, pick up the mic and it says, it says they have to like jump off, break forth into a joyful song. God is not looking for perfect people. God is looking for ruins. <laughs> you know, this, this ministered to me because I felt like a ruin this morning. And I, I, I said, God, I, I'm a ruin. And God said, that's, that's good. Because I'm, I'm, I'm inviting the ruins in this church to break forth into joyful song. The, the, the broken people. I know that so, so many people come to me, you know, and they say, Pastor, I, I messed up. I failed. I, I'm going through a low moment. I, I, I struggle in this area. I have a prophetic word for you. The Lord says, let the ruins... Of his nearness. Let the ruins in this house 
Let them break forth into a joyful song. For the Lord has, come on, prophesy with me. For the Lord has comforted his people and he has redeemed. You are comforted and you're redeemed in 2023. It is not going to be overnight, but the Lord is going to comfort you. And like I told you last night, he may use his rod and his staff to comfort some of you. Are you okay with that? Comfort is not just, you know, this. Comfort sometimes may come with a rod and a staff. Are you okay with that? 2023, be prepared to be comforted. And be prepared to be redeemed. Be prepared because this is a year we walk into our promised land. Hallelujah. The next verse, let's read it. One, two, three, go. The Lord has demonstrated His holy power before the eyes of all the nations, all the ends of the earth will see the victory of our God. Wow. So this change, this transformation is going to be visible. Yeah, yeah. Look at your neighbor. Tell them, take a good look at me. I'll not be wearing this suit next year. This will not be my hairstyle next year. <laughs> I, this will not be my attitude next year. I will not be coming to church in the same manner. Because whatever God does, it will be public. People will see it. The Lord has demonstrated His holy power. Isaiah 52 verse 11. God says, get out. If you didn't hear it, one more time, get out. And leave your captivity. Do you remember God saying, break the chains off of of the neck? So God is not saying, wait till your boss comes and releases you. God is saying, why don't you get out? Why don't you leave? If there are things that is keeping you captive, you leave. He says, leave your captivity where everything you touch is unclean. Get out of there and purify yourselves. You carry home the sacred objects of the Lord. Wow. Do you know why God wants you to be clean? Because you carry the sacred objects of the Lord. Don't think that God takes pleasure in putting boundaries and rules and limitations and, you know, and saying don't do this, don't eat that, don't watch this. No, no, it's not like God is enjoying the rules and the regulations. The reason God is saying don't touch that is because you have to touch something else. 2023, we have to touch the glory of God. 2023, we have to put our hands into the sides of Jesus. We have to touch and see that He is real. That He is a speaking God. We have to touch Him. Because we have to touch Him. Let's take our hands off of everywhere else there is uncleanness. Everywhere else where where there is that, that don't go along with the same 
glory that Jesus carries. Hallelujah. Verse 12. Let's read it together. You will not. <laughs> which means you will not be running for your lives. You will walk slowly. What, what was the word? Walk into your promised land. Not run into your promised land. Not crawl into your... What, what, what was the word? I told you there will be no losses because of you. Because of you making your choices. You will not have to lose something. So God is saying, don't worry. I, I know that you're, you're fearing that you will lose that person. Or you will lose this ministry. Or you will lose this, you know, finances. Or whatever it is. But the Lord is saying, don't worry. You, you, because you chose to be clean, because you chose to take your hands off of this, I am going to protect you. And you will not have to run like those that are afraid of their lives, that are waiting for an arrow to pierce them from behind. God is saying, don't do this in a hurry. Don't worry about it. You have all the time in the world. 2023, gradually, slowly, Walk into your promised land. Don't do it out of fear. Don't do it out of, you know, threats. You're protected. For the Bible says, for the Lord will go ahead of you. Yes, the God of Israel will protect you, not just ahead, but also from behind you. Hallelujah. Let's jump to Isaiah 49 and verse... Eight. This is what the Lord says at just the right time. Everybody say, this is the right time. I will respond to you. On the day of salvation, I will help you. Verse 8, go on. It says, I will protect you and give you to the people as my covenant with them. And through you, I will reestablish the land of Israel. And assign it to its own people again. What is God saying? God is saying, I, I ask you to take your hands off of here so that you can touch something else. And now, I'm saying I'm going to protect you in this pursuit. And now, I'm telling you, I am going to protect you and I'm going to give you to the people. You will become a blessing. You will become a gift. We have somebody in our church called gift. Look at your neighbor and say, you're also a gift. Come on, read it one more time. I will protect you. See, this is what God says when he says, I will save you. Your day of salvation is here. God is saying, I will protect you. And do what? And I will give you. You, you, are, you will be clothed in strength you will be clothed in beautiful robes then I will give you to Bangalore I will give you to Accenture then I will give you as a blessing to your family your presence in that house is the assurance that the promise of God is still there your presence in this city of Bangalore is the assurance that God still has a hope for this city. God still has hope for this nation. So read one more time. I will protect you. And I will give you 
to the people of Bangalore as my covenant with them. Through you, through you, through you, through you. Come on, through you, through me. God says, through you, I will reestablish. Through you. See, look at this. God is looking at a group of people who are living in captivity, who are living in ruins. God is telling them, through you, I will reestablish the land of Israel. And God is speaking to you right now. He's saying, I, I, I know that you're not perfect. I know that you desire to take your hands off of here and put your hands on this. And this is why God is saying, I'm protecting you from ahead and from behind. Not only am I protecting you, I'm covering you with a nice gift pack so that I can give you to the people of Israel. I can give you to the people of Bangalore. I can give you to India. Wherever you go, you will be a blessing. Please don't consider, my father says this very often, please don't consider the job to be a blessing to you. No, no. You are a blessing to them. You working there is a privilege for them. You, you, please don't come and share testimony that, oh, God bless. I mean, we love those testimonies. God blessed me with a job in an MNC. Praise God for that. But the greater blessing is for them. They are blessed with you. Your presence in that company means that company will not sink. It will not be bankrupt. As long as you work there, they will have business. <laughs> This is God's word, okay, not my word. God is saying, I'm reestablishing the land of Israel because of you. Come on, in the next verse, God says in verse 9, Through you I will say to the prisoners, come out in freedom. And to those in darkness, I will say, come into the light. And they will be my sheep grazing in green pastures and on hills that were previously what did God say previously? Through you I will reestablish, right? So now God is telling you how. God is saying, you, I will say to the prisoners, through whom? Through you. Through you I will speak to the prisoners of this city. Do you know there are prisoners in our city? Do you know that there are those who are living in darkness in our city? God says he's going to use this church. Do you, you saw those words in the... In the, in the benediction and you may be thinking why is pastor talking about through this church <laughs> because God says through you I will reestablish through you so I'm saying through you God will make sure to bring freedom to the prisoners and to those who are in dark God will say come out into the light and you will be the reason why they will become God's sheep you will be the reason why they have green pastures Come on, verse 10. This promise, by the way, is not for you. It's for them. Okay, God is not saying you. God is saying they. Okay, read with me. They will neither hunger nor thirst. The searing sun will not reach them anymore. For the Lord in His mercy will lead them. He will lead them beside cool waters. <laughs> Who are we talking about? this city and this nation to whom we will be a blessing to. The promised land. 
that we are about to inherit the land where we are going to put our feet into the bible says they will hunger no more there will be no more famine there because the lord himself will lead them in his mercy so this is what you will do are you ready to know what you should do verse 13 sing for joy o heavens rejoice o earth burst into song oh mount how many mountains are here you know we are not we are, we are we are no longer earth dwellers we are elevated we are zion we we are those that are seated in the heavenlies amen so god is speaking to people in three different dimensions okay there are those among us who are still on the earth who still don't have a revelation who still don't have any perspective who still don't have a relationship with god that's okay we welcome them we love them too god is speaking to the ones on the earth and god is speaking to the ones in the heavens and god is also speaking to the ones on the mountains and what what is god saying you need to sing for joy oh heavens rejoice oh earth burst into song oh mountains for the lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on them in their suffering so what do we do we sing for joy so this year can i give a special instruction to the worship team please i mean i love all the songs that we have been singing but can we sing some new songs in the church yeah every sunday please make sure to get one new song for the worship team yeah if you can't find a new song write a new song i don't mind we we have to be a church that sings a new song this year we have to sing like never before this year we have to rejoice like never before we have to have this sudden outburst of praise you i i told you right like what does it say those who are in ruins break forth into joy break forth so this this year we need to have that because we are mountains come on are we mountains yes. are we the zion of the lord yes. then the lord is saying sing rejoice and burst forth why because you've been comforted because the lord has shown compassion this is the this is the this is the word for the year first corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 the lord says no i has seen no ear has heard and no mind has imagined what god has prepared for those who love him do we love him church then you have to believe this when i say this what god has prepared for you that's something that no eye has seen no mind has the capacity to imagine you have to believe this and there's absolutely nothing that is impossible for those who truly believe romans chapter 11 verse 33 come on lift your hands and just read it with me oh how great are god's riches and wisdom and knowledge how impossible it is for us to understand his decisions and his ways next verse for who can know the lord's thoughts who knows enough to give him advice and who has given him so much that he needs to pay it back 
verse 30 says, For everything, somebody say everything. everything. For everything, everything comes from Him. And everything, everything. Exists, by his power. exists by His power. And everything, everything. is intended for His glory. Now all glory to Him forever. Through 2023, all glory to Him forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen? What God has prepared for us, His thoughts, His wisdom, His understanding, it's beyond what we can even imagine. God is saying, don't even try to question this. Don't even try to reason it out. This is not logical. But if you will believe it, you will inherit it. If you will say yes to it, then you will inherit it. Thank you for joining us this day to worship and to hear the voice of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. May you continue to flourish in all your endeavors as you work closely with Him. Have a great week and Shalom.